Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And I want to talk with you if you feel compelled to distract yourself, even if you have something really important, not just for your business, but in your personal life, if you find yourself getting easily distracted and sidetracked, listen to this podcast. We're going to talk about ways to get yourself focused and on point with what you have to do. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you're here with me. If this is your very first time listening to this podcast. I am wrapping my hands around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you smash that subscribe button so as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it immediately. And those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, thank you so much for being here. I am so glad that you're here. I want to make sure that this community expands and grows. So make sure that you forward this podcast to people that you know could benefit from. And let's be friends on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Denise G. Lee, or on LinkedIn at Denise George Lee. There I will inspire and motivate and encourage you to be the best version of yourself online and in the real world. And this and many other materials that I will be discussing can be found at deniseglee.com. Specifically, everything that I'm going to be talking to you about is a subset of my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I encourage and inspire you to get rid of any hurts, hangups, and things that prevent you from showing up and becoming the best version of yourself. Denise glee.com. Go to courses and find amazing attitude there. That's where you can get more in depth into what we're talking about today. But for right now, I want to talk to you specifically about organizing our time. And this is definitely one of the biggest issues that I deal with a lot of my one-on-one clients is that they have a lot of ideas and they they want to take over the world quite honestly they've they're ambitious and they've got million and one things that they want to get started but when we actually get started and talk about how we want to implement them it's a little haywire and the reason behind that is anxiety and i'm going to talk a little bit about anxiety and detail right now. But before I do that, I just want to have a disclaimer that this podcast is by no means a substitute for mental health care or any kind of mental health professional services. So I just want to give that advisement because I don't want anyone coming to me and say, Denise is a therapist. Denise is, you know, give me counseling over this podcast. No, she's not. Denise is just explaining her own personal issues that have impacted her and what she's learned working with clients over the years. Okay. That being said, let's talk about that. Anxiety is a huge issue for a lot of us in the entrepreneur space, especially for those of us who have big dreams and lots of desires to accomplish things. And the anxiety comes from the place of, I want to have everything perfectly done. I want to have people say nothing but praises and adoration for me. And I want to be acknowledged for all the contributions that I face. And that 
creates a lot of pressure and it creates a lot of overwhelm. I see it often so many times specifically with artists because they have this big vision that they have crafted out in their mind about what they want their art to look like, how they want to express it. And when I say art, I'm not talking specifically about drawings or paintings. If that's what you do, that's one example. It could be an example of if you're a designer or you're a content creator or you're a web designer, any type of visual art and or photography. So many different examples where you have this perfectly mapped out image of what you want something to look like and it just seems completely flawless but actually going through the process of creating the art even in the initial stages can feel debilitating because you don't feel as if it's going to be exactly right. And if it's not exactly right, a lot of us have decided that, well, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this at all. We're going to stop this. We're going to abort it so that we can avoid the feelings of being rejected, being disappointed in ourselves, being disappointed in others, not recognizing what we do. And that's a whole host of other issues that we don't have time to talk about in our podcast right now. But suffice to say that a lot of the reasons why we don't really advance in not just our business, but in our lives is because we've created so high expectations about ourselves and about what we do that we create all these distractions as a form of self-sabotage. And if I, to be honest with you, as I reflect, reflect and relate about a lot of the things where I had all these ambitions on doing certain things, past businesses, past ideas. I didn't really start because I wanted to distract myself as a way to protect and shield myself from myself being human by accepting criticism, by not having everything perfect. And I talk a lot about this more in depth in Amazing Attitude about how to accept the flawedness within ourselves, but for the purposes of our time with one another, I'll just say that if you feel as if you're not worthy of making mistakes, if you're not feeling worthy that you are capable of growing and learning, that usually came from messaging from your childhood of origin or through family members or specific circumstances which made you come to the conclusion, I'm not worthy because they didn't accept me and therefore I should just not try at all. Because not trying at all is the most comfortable and safest position because at least they can never say that I was a screw up because I never even started or I can, I can never really feel as if I was a failure, if never anything happened as a result, because I never took any action. And I want to let you know that the best way out of that is through that and working through those specific incidences that cause you to feel shame and self-pity and regret and remorse is not to avoid it. But for our purposes of our time with one another, I want to specifically talk with you about ways that you can eliminate those distractions, eliminate that self-sabotage within you that's caused you to 
not really do anything, not just with your business, but maybe perhaps with starting some initiative, perhaps gaining weight or losing weight or maintaining your sanity when dealing with a frustrated family or friend or business associate. This is about for us to get focused and nix all the excuses that we've come up with for ourselves. Because for a lot of us, we've become masters at lying ourselves out of things that we really want to do. Okay. So this is my mini list of things that you can do. And this is a great time if you don't have a pen and a paper, go grab a pen and a paper because we're going to talk about certain things that I want you to do. You got it? You got a pen and a paper? Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Now, the this is what I tell everybody to do is I want you to just get a piece of paper and write down all the things that you want to do, big or small, just write it all down. It doesn't really matter. You don't have to or- organize it by what's more important, what's not. Let's just let's just get the brain dump. Sometimes when we actually just do the dump, just write it all down, that's clarity within itself because you might look at your list and go, oh, snap, I really don't need to do this or man like I've delayed this that's why I get a clean piece of paper and write it all down can add clarity within yourself and help you to recognize things that you really must do okay and I'm assuming you've got it all written down now I want you to start having a list of one two and three okay one is things that, oh my goodness, I actually need to do it. It's very important. It's urgent. This is actually going to cause more problems if I don't get to it. Uh, number two is this is important. I value it, but it's not going to make or break if I don't get it done. And number three is things that can cause problems if not done at within a 90-day or 30-day or a certain time time frame. That's why you want to schedule in, write it down, down number from one to three, which is extremely important, needs to get done ASAP. Number two, needs to get done, but not exactly as important as number one. And then lastly, number three, something that you need to have as a routinely scheduled. For example, let's break it all down. For me, daily, I must do some type of self-care ritual if it's not reading from something spiritual or journaling or listening to something inspirational i must do that every single day that's an absolute must for some of us we need to be more in tune with making sure that our minds are just as healthy as our bodies i hear all the people all the time people talk about i exercise every day i don't miss it but for a lot of us, we've been dying mentally and emotionally and spiritually, but not in tuning with how we do our own mental self-care. So for me, that's my number one. My number two, obviously, is making sure that I take care of things that need to be run within my household, right? Run within my business, right? Those are important things that activities such as making sure that my emails go out, making sure that my websites are working, making sure that all the things that go within my family, everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing. That's going on, right? And number three, the things that are really important things to be scheduled in is obviously making sure that I have my regular calls with my clients and making sure that I have meeting up with friends and family and staying in tune with my community. 
all these things have to be scheduled throughout the week. Those are the things that example that you should be thinking about as you prioritize on your list about what makes sense for you on that one, two, three hierarchy. Okay. Now, now that you've got that list assembled and you have a a good idea of what you want to do is I want you to just pick one activity that takes no more than 30 minutes. I remember when I was in a a program, literacy program for children, and they told me that for these reading activities, it is no more than 15 minutes. And they told me that they did some research and they did some studies and they say that for a child, the attention span is about 15 minutes tops, that's where they got the maximum amount of engagement. They were in tune, they could pay attention, they had a great attention span. But after 15 minutes, things kind of went sideways. It's been my experience working with clients over the years, and heck, even being a little bit more focused on myself and how I manage my activities. 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes is literally my maximum where I can be really in tune, really focused, and that before things start going sideways. If you feel as if you really want to start from 15 minutes yourself and then work your way up to 30, that's okay. You just need to find something where you can just bang it out. It is easy. It is manageable. It doesn't feel overwhelming. Because for a lot of times, the reason why we've had these anxiety attacks, the reason why we've had that overwhelm, the reason why we distract ourselves is because we felt so much anxiety about having it done all at once and then we try to self-sabotage ourselves along the way and everything just goes to pot. And that's why I want to talk with you about we are empowered, we can encourage ourselves to make it manageable and that's why I give ourselves that that ideally no more than 30 minutes, but if you want to give yourself a little bit of breather and say 15 minutes, for example, it doesn't take more than 15 minutes to write a post. It doesn't make more than 15 minutes to write an email message. It doesn't take more than 15 minutes to perhaps do a little couple of tweaks on a creative or some or writing out a sales page. I'm not saying you have to write the sales page out in 15 minutes. I'm just saying that give yourself that buffer, that time frame where you're like, okay, this is manageable. This is doable. I can allot this amount of time just for this task and this task alone, okay? Now, then this is the most important thing that I want to add is that for a lot of us, we have been taught that we can somehow multi-manage a bunch of other side projects at the same time. For example, while you're doing this task, you can have 5,000 other browsers popped up or you can uh, have your notifications on your email message, or you can quickly respond to a message, and or you have a, a thought that pops through your mind, and you want to sit down and you want to tackle that and go back to the original task. No, 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 no. I don't want you to do that. I want you to just focus on that task and that task alone. So here's a pro tip that has worked for me, and I know that's going to work for you. If you are in the middle of doing a task that's important to you. An idea pops up that's related to what you're doing or just something totally random that just pops up. Make a little notepad or a little sticky and just write it down. So that way you know that you've got it covered, that you got it attuned, and then you can go right back to the task. Just the idea of just writing it down can accomplish the idea in your mind like, okay, at least I've addressed it. 
at least I know that thought's not going to escape from my mind. I have it written down. And sometimes when you write it down and then you go back and you look at it later, you kind of not want to do it. It doesn't seem as important or it's not as relevant or it's not as urgent as you thought it would be. This is why it's so important for us to deal with these anxieties because our little shadow selves, our brain works so hard to self-sabotage ourselves and that side project business or trying to work on that other things are one way that we unfortunately sabotage ourselves and I talk a lot about in my course amazing attitude about how we can avoid the self-sabotage but for the purposes of our time with one another just to know that we can just write down on the side what we need to do and it's going to be okay for us to get to it at a later time give us that space give us that wiggle room that everything doesn't have to be done just because it pops through our mind at the time okay now if we were to be honest with ourselves we have done a really good job of being our worst enemy we have done a really great job of telling ourselves that we are not capable or that other people are more successful than us and that we don't deserve things and it's unfortunate because we've absorbed some negative messaging from damaged people or we came to some conclusion because of a lot of bad past experiences. And now I'd like to talk with you about some self-care tips that have helped me and I know that will help you. Okay, One of the things that I do before I do anything that's important to me for my business or my personal life is I give myself a little pep talk. I tell myself, and I quit myself of all the tools that I know that's necessary for me to complete the task. Let's dive into an example. This morning, I my mind was just absolutely riddled with a problem that I didn't really know quite to do. It was a technical thing for you know one of my assets that I have online. I didn't know what to do, but I knew this. I knew that I could reach out to someone who manages this particular asset that I do, and I can ask them a question, right? And then sure enough, I got a response. I sent an email message, and later I got a response. And then before I did the task to remedy the issue, I reminded myself that I can do this within 30 minutes. I am more than capable. I have the tools. I've got the expertise. And I literally had to self-talk my way, positive affirmations before and then throughout. Because sometimes, have you ever gone through something, even if you know that you know what you're doing, it kind of feels discouraging. It can feel overwhelming. And that's that shadow negative self in ourselves that just wants to screw things over. And that's why we literally have to talk positive affirmations within ourselves throughout the process from start to finish. That helps to control the anxiety, it helps to control the overwhelm, and it helps us to prevent ourselves from wanting to do 5,000 other things that are maybe important, maybe necessary, but not necessarily needed at that time. That has really helped me. And I know that if you do this regularly, if you give yourself that positive self-talk throughout those moments where you feel anxious or afraid or you feel overwhelmed, 
That's okay. And another thing that might help you is literally ask yourself in that moment if you feel anxious, if you feel wanting to distract yourself, if you feel as if you want to just stop, ask yourself, what about this makes this scary for me? What about this makes me feel a little overwhelmed? And if you need to, write down some thoughts around it. You can dig a little bit deeper in a journaling exercise later about what is really bothering you, what's really offending you, what's really triggering you. Because a lot of times there's a little voice within ourselves that really does not feel as if our needs have been met. And it thinks that the best way of doing a cure-all, solving it, is through sabotage. And that's not the way that we're going to do this. We're entrepreneurs. We are movers. We are shakers. We are innovators. And we're not going to get ourselves in that spiral of self-pity and self-sabotage. So if you need to write down a little a lot about what is going on, the feelings around it. And again, this is really more of a space that one-on-one care can help you if you're interested about more one-on-one care about how to identify when you're getting into those spirals of negative self-talk. Make sure that you visit my course, Royalty. It's my mentorship program. You can only find that at denisegeely.com. Go to Courses Have Royalty and we can talk a little bit more about that. But for the purposes of our time with one another, I'll just say that it is definitely not easy. I have definitely have worked <laughs> a lot of time myself with my own coach about that when I feel as if I want to stop because it's triggering other memories and other events that are completely unrelated, which I think at the time of what I'm doing. Okay. Now, I also am looking at my notes, making sure that I'm not missing out on anything that I want to share with you uh, at this moment. I'll say that getting sidetracked is literally a time to explore your thoughts, really a time to explore what about this task that makes you feel a little anxious and afraid. And I think that once you explore it, you diagnose it, you figure out what's going on, you'll be able to diminish its power, diminish its hold over you, and you'll be able to do be more productive and not just your business, but in your personal life. So let's review about what we've talked about. The first thing is I want you to write down everything that you need to do, big or small, Okay. Then the next thing I want you to do is to categorize it from one most important to three. I need to schedule it in, okay? And then I want you to pick a task within it that you can do within 30 minutes. Again, if you want to make it within 15 minutes by 15 minutes, that's okay. Just find something that you know that you can do. Give yourself permission by giving yourself positive self-talk, positive affirmations throughout the moment. And if a thought or idea pops through your mind, just grab a sheet of paper and write it down on the side. And give yourself more fuel to be motivated and be encouraged by eliminating all the distraction. Turn off your phone if you need to, close down all your browsers, and just get focused on what you need to do. Well, that is it. That's all I have to share. Was there something that I said that was like, whoa, I love that, Denise. I want you to talk more about it. Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. I'd love to talk with you more in detail about that. And if you really love this podcast, make sure that you forward it to someone that you know can be benefited from it. 
And with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.